It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is the Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity, and she joins us now. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I am good, thank you. How are the markets doing? The markets are in the red today. We've got uh, the NASDAQ, S&P 500, and the Dow all down over 1%. You know, I think there's, a, you know, what we're seeing is a risk-off appetite today. So growth and tech uh, leading to the downside. And a lot of that, I think, has to do with Bitcoin. I mean, it's plunged uh, quite a bit over the last little while. But even over the last day, we saw it hit a low where it was down over 30% in a day. Uh, it's rallied back a little. So it's down just 10% on the day. But really, it's over down over 40% over the last two months. And a lot of this has to do with, uh, you know, a few different uh a few different reasons, but one recently, Elon Musk comments that Tesla may be selling its Bitcoin. Uh, you saw China announcing last night that they're banning financial institutions and payment from companies from providing services related to cryptocurrencies. Uh, we've also heard that you know regulators are going to look at regulating that uh, that asset class a little more. And so you know, just thinking back, we had a lot of clients calling at one point when you know Bitcoin was hitting you know sixty thousand and and so on, and wondering how they can get in. And so my thoughts always were, you know, it looks like a bubble. It acts like a bubble. It probably is a bubble. And so again, you know, those that are more conservative uh, in their investing philosophy, again, we're getting calls from people who are generally uh, don't want that kind of risk. But again, sometimes that, you know, that FOMO, fear of missing out, they, you know, people tend to get excited. And so we definitely uh, had no exposure to Bitcoin or any companies that have exposure to Bitcoin. So, so, but right. still it affects the rest of the market as well. Well, that's what I'm interested in here. Too. So here's something like a cryptocurrency where people tend to think of that as, oh, I don't know, like on the outside edge, right? More alternative to stuff, but it's still affecting the markets. It's mainstream. It does. It, it it does affect the markets because when you see volatility in, in any sector, any asset class, uh, it creates uncertainty, right? And frankly, Bitcoin is is even more uncertain because we don't know who owns or what companies are involved uh, for the most part. And, uh, and so also we've seen the markets come up so much too. So there's also just some profit taking in generally in, in all different sectors. And so if you look over, you know, the past month, we've seen materials, energy and financials have all uh, been doing quite well where technology and consumer discretionary have not fared as well. But today, it's really a general sell-off across the board. Okay, good to know. Now, we were talking about, we're going to talk about real estate today as well. Uh, how I, I get the sense that the markets have cooled down a little bit out there, but what are you seeing? Yeah, you know, we we got some numbers in over the past week, and the average residential price in BC has risen 29% uh, in April from a year ago. Again, that's coming off, uh, you know, um, lows, you know, when you look a year ago. But the but that's a, a huge increase. And the average price rose to 947000 from 733000 in BC. And prices in greater Vancouver rose 17% to $1.2 million. You know, the question I have is who can afford these homes, you know, and, and so that question continues and, you know, why, why are things doing as well as they have been because of low interest rates for sure. Uh, and also there's not as much inventory. So whether that continues or not, you're right. You know, we're probably going to see the market cooling off, uh, especially because they're um, increasing kind of the stress test. Uh, they're moving it up to 5.25% uh, from 4.79% for uninsured mortgages. So, um, you basically need an accepted offer before June 1st in order to qualify 
uh, for that mortgage that you are going after. So it, it is important to watch these things. I always say, you know, when the real estate market gets that hot, usually there's some sort of government intervention at some point. It can't continue on. You can't have, uh, you know, 10, 15 offers on, yeah, on one condo. You know what I mean? So so I would expect uh, things to slow down eventually and possibly more government intervention that, w- that we're going to see going forward. Yeah, I read a story about this the other day about the concern that, you know what, you may be paying over, you know, whatever asking price. That doesn't necessarily mean your assessment, your appraisal is going to come back for that price from the bank. And there might be some problems with that. Yeah, and we've seen that even talking to to friends, even, you know, they thought they were going to qualify for a certain amount. And then, uh, you know, now it's being pulled back and so on. So I think the banks are tightening up, they realize and they're trying to protect you know, us from ourselves. They don't want us to buy again too much house that we can't afford when rates go up. And rates don't have to go up to five, you know, 0.25% to to cause a dent in this situation. Uh, you know, most people are, have mortgages that are two percent right now. So what happens if your mortgage rate goes to four percent, right? And that's what they're yeah. worried about. So so I agree that they have to get things a little bit in check here. Uh, and we often see this with the real estate market, especially here in Vancouver. All right. So that's going to be. So what has been good for uh, for Canadian portfolios then? What are they investing in? Uh, well, again, materials, um, energy stocks have been very strong, uh, industrials, financials, real estate investment trusts are also an interesting one um, because they were hit so hard during the pandemic. And so we've seen a lot of REITs, as we call them, move higher uh, over the past uh, few months and, and really started to recover. And, and so we'll look at that sector going forward, but you have to also keep in mind they are sensitive to increasing interest rates. So again, we're dealing with a, a few things as we come out of this recession is, you know, we do have low interest rates. They will go up at some point. And then of course, inflation, right? That is mm-hmm. the, the talk, talk of the town right now. And, uh, and so when we're seeing commodity prices that we're hitting, you know, new highs, when you look at copper and you look at, um, oil prices were recovering. And so we're seeing building costs moving higher. And uh, and that's affecting uh, the Canadian economy for sure. And the question is, is how long can that go on for? So do you think more people are going to retire uh, when this pandemic is over? Like, will we get a, a rush of people retiring? Do you think maybe they put it off during the pandemic? I've seen a lot of that, actually. I, well, not even just putting it off. I mean, initially, yes, putting it off because things were so bad. Uh, but then I've also seen people going, you know what, maybe it's time to retire. Like people are burnt out from uh, the pandemic, I think, as well, depending on which business you're in, which sector. And so I would say if you have your health and you have enough money uh, and you have a financial plan uh, that tells you you can retire, uh, then, you know, retiring a little earlier may may not be a bad idea. And unfortunately, the pandemic has led to a lot more complexities and stresses for many looking to retire uh, of course, with the vaccine rollout, I mean, there's light at the end of the tunnel. But I think there's some questions you should be asking yourself. You know, do do you know where you stand financially? Uh, are you on track for retirement? Uh, did the past year change anything in your plans, right? And I think updating a financial plan, or if you don't have one, you should have a financial advisor that provides you with one, because a lot of people didn't spend as much over the past year, right? I mean, we couldn't really go anywhere. And so a lot of people actually ended up saving more and their portfolios are higher than where they were. So you might be in a better retirement situation, again, depending on, you know, um, which career you've got, uh, you might be in a better situation than you were a year and a half. 
half ago. So it is um, important to look at that again. Also completing your will and power of attorney. How many people I ask, do you have an updated will? And people, you know, sheepishly say, uh, no, I haven't updated it in 10 years. <laughs> um, well, now you've got the time, right? Before you can travel and, it, you know, you shouldn't be embarrassed about it. But again, these are conversations we have with people to make sure they're completely organized for retirement and for those situations that happen in life, right? And now that uh, people do have a little bit more time before things open up, you know, having that financial plan done, making sure your your will and power of attorney is up to date, uh, you know, and, and also don't be afraid about investing, right? The pandemic taught, I think, many people important lesson about money, you know, stay disciplined, don't panic, uh, have a plan though, right? You don't want to just go down with the market if something like that happens. Uh, but again, the you know, the stock market's never gone to zero. The world has always gotten over everything actually in history. The The question is always when, how long does it take? And so you want a financial team that's working, um, you know, nonstop when markets are volatile right. to cushion that blow when it happens. So this is the time to be doing all this work, right? Because if you're thinking I'm going to retire next year or even late this year, you got to get all the stuff in order. You, completely. Uh, you know, I, I always say that you want to talk to your financial advisor or an advisor, you know, at least three to six months, ideally a year before retirement, so that they're preparing for that. Um, you know, again, it's it's about creating a paycheck for yourself rather than getting paid. And that is uh, difficult for some people to wrap their head around. But after a few months, it's just like normal, right? You get a paycheck on the 15th and off you go, right? And so right. hopefully people are starting to plan uh, for a retirement when things are open and you are able to roam freely because there is light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, we sure hope so. Lori, thank you. Thanks so much, Simi. Have a great day. You too. That's Lori Pinkowski, Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. And remember, you can contact her team directly at 604-695-LORI or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca.